What is up, all you dirty, sweaty, musty-ass nerds out there? And thank you for Damn. tuning in to episode 25 of the Fan Wars podcast. No relation. This is a very special episode of the pod, as it is our one-year anniversary of talking sweaty nerd content yes. to our nine-and-a-half listeners out there. Yeah, beep, 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 beep. I'm your host, Josh, and with me today is our resident chief of staff and drip, Cody, a.k.a. Bodie Williams. Bodie, what's going on, man? What's up? What's up, nerds? Uh, some important uh, personal news for me. I have, because of the immense popularity of this show, uh, hired an agent. So I have a few different um, sponsors than normal, so just hang with me. So, oh, as usual, we have Jordan Brand. Jordan uh, Brand, friend of the, of the show. show. Uh, as well as Tito's Vodka, uh, a repeat uh, offender, if you will. Yeah. yeah. Uh, and then uh, some new ones that my uh, my age. So, we've got the U.S. Postal Service. Elmer's Blue. Picoso's Peanuts. Marriott Hotel. Haynes. AT&T. Uh, this one just says ham. Bro, my man uh, is rolling in Robert cash. Robert <laughs> Gatorade. The <laughs> Republic. Old Spice. Fruit Sprite Gum. Disney. And Coleman RVs. Uh, thank you again to the uh, sponsors, all friends of the show. Once again, uh, all greatly appreciated. Bro, We're going to owe so many people money. For endorsements. <laughs> Uh, <laughs> anyways, next next we got the Dark Lord of the Sith, David and Taco. <laughs> David, what's happening? What's up, guys? And also, I would uh, if anybody listening to this has been listening for a year, please message me because we need to talk about why you've had nothing better. Yeah, what's going on? Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> Go, um, yeah. We can. We there's a support group for people uh, who have David, listened it, it, this it's long. Called the pandemic. Uh, last, yeah, but, <laughs> okay, last but certainly not least, we got the oft injured grizzly bear Hunter Holmes. Hunter, what's up? Hi, not injured this week. Not injured this week. Four That's weeks in a row, knocking nice. on wood. That's true. Nice. He's gonna have an aneurysm. I'm just gonna one. break my leg. And yeah, to make up for the past four. Throw his back out, sitting down. Still not, still not sponsored for Hunter. Weird. Oh, um, no, I have sponsors. It's called Band Aid. <laughs> Damn. Well, yeah. Well, it is, as we mentioned before, it is the one year anniversary of the Fan Wars podcast, no relation. Um, we weren't going to have a very special guest on today, but she could not make it scheduling issues, creative differences. Um, you know, uh, <laughs> um, but we are going to keep on trekking strong. So, um, guys, we've been doing this for one year. One year, 25 oh, episodes. Real. Like, I don't even like y'all. So, damn. Yeah. Wow. I, I like y'all. Oof. <laughs> We're Bodie's best friends, but Bodie's Wait, not our best friend. Feelings? Don't tell them about my contract. <laughs> um, no, Your okay. We, like, who won't tell them? <laughs> we have some things to talk about this episode. Um, first off, first and foremost, The Mandalorian Season 2. Had the finale, uh, epic, epic finale. Spoiler warning for all those who haven't seen it. If you're listening to this podcast and haven't seen The Mandalorian Season 2, you really have issues. But Yeah, what the hell? Uh, yeah, I don't know what you're doing. Honestly, but but, but uh, what, get off what, what were you guys' thoughts on the finale of Season 2 of The Mandalorian? 
Well, yeah, we all spent last week talking about like, well, it's not going to be Luke Skywalker. <laughs> we did spend like a whole episode talking about what they could do instead of that. <laughs> but we, yeah, so we, we all loved it though, right? Watch, watch this. Honestly, like the, I guess the, I don't know, I don't know the right word, but like the semi predictability of it almost made it better because, like I said, we were like, well, that would make sense. They're not going to do that. And then, like the fact they did it, like, oh my god, they actually did that. Like, yeah, I don't know. I just, I, I never would have thought in a million years, especially to bring back Mark Hamill and de-age him like that. Well, that I mean, that's why we're like, okay, they're not gonna recast Mark Hamill and the de-aging tech. They're not gonna do that. So, like, I, yeah. The, <laughs> yeah. But uh, that's exactly what they did. But I mean, oh, yeah, that I, was, I it was incredible. I, I, I knew something crazy was going to happen, and I was like, I'm not going to let anybody ruin this for me. I woke up at 6 a.m. to watch that thing before work, <laughs> and and I watched it, and I was just like freaking out by myself, and I wish somebody was with me watching it, because as soon as that X-Wing came in, I was like, nah, nah, it can't be him. Like, it no. can't be him. Yeah, and then and then when you see like the the camera footage, you can't see the color of the lightsaber, so yeah. I was like, oh, it must be Ahsoka. And then you see the glove and the green lightsaber. And you're like, and I was, no, I freak out. <laughs> as soon as, soon as yeah, I, I saw the X-Wing, I started out. freaking out. I was like, no way. <laughs> no way. Because yeah. that's, like the, know, that's like the only Jedi that's like X-Wing, you know. Yeah, I mean, he comes in, takes off his hood, and uh, everybody in the room is just like, doesn't know what to say. <laughs> yeah, know? they're like, Dude. uh... And honestly yeah it was amazing people people talk about how emotional they got watching grogu leave with luke and yada yada i would i was a thousand times more emotional when just when luke was walking through the hallways and slashing people up, or you know droids up or whatever um, <laughs> the droids are like, like what the hell you can't yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no way. you can't block every single shot <laughs> It's just bull crap. <laughs> no, but uh, just like you said, like when I saw the green lightsaber and then like plus the musical score they put with it and everything, like the chills I got, I was oh, I got way more emotional just seeing him for the first time than I did actually when <clears throat> left with him. Because I knew that was going to happen. Obviously, once you see Luke Skywalker, you know, he's grown with people with him. So, nah, see this man, Bodhi, he, he only chooses violence. He doesn't have feelings. That's why he didn't like the frogs either. I don't like the frogs. I wish people would tweet about the frogs. I'm gonna send a tweet with the. I'm gonna attach it to when we post this podcast. I'm gonna attach a frog lady tweet on there. So get ready. <laughs> lady has to cut the picture. Yeah. <laughs> yep. Yep. Uh, in fact, the title of this uh, pod is gonna be this episode's <laughs> gonna be frog lady. <laughs> yeah. But uh... <laughs> and then uh, Joshy, when I when I saw that post, you guys sent it to me of uh, I forget that guy's name, but. Uh, Batman podcast or whatever, and how, how he was saying that, uh, you know, it must have been crazy for for Luke to see this father figure take off his mask for Grogu, you know, because it. Oh it yeah, yeah, yeah. Because he's like, let me see you, yeah, with your own eyes, yeah, yeah, that type of thing. Yeah, there's definitely some parallel themes there. Um, okay, let, let's backtrack because we are we just went straight into that. <laughs> We just went straight into the Luke Skywalker stuff, but um, so like we we the episode started off. We knew this episode was gonna be like a banger because um, like as soon as it starts off, they go and gather the night owls, Bo-Katan and and uh, her crew and uh, Cosca Reeves, 
And uh, so yeah. you're like, oh, like this is this is about to go down. And they had the scene with Bo-Katan and Costa Reeves and Mando and Boba Fett. And like there was tension between because these are like all different types of Mandalorians. And how how cool was that to see? Like all these different facets of like Mandalorians, like Mando is a foundling, obviously, and uh, Boba Fett's like not really a Mandalorian. He just kind of like. Well, like got the of armor. Them real Mandalorians, really. I mean, like real Mandalorians. Well, I like well, well Bo Katan is and and Koska Reeves is. Well, I thought they were kind of like uh, I don't know how to put it, like new age Mandal, like because they take their helmets off and stuff like that. Like I thought they were. No, that was just no. a, that was like a different sect. Like those are different religion of Mandalorians. That, yeah, the only yeah, one yeah, there was, was like honor the children of the watch. Like two different types of Christians, I guess, huh? Yeah, like there, there was there. There's I mean, a I mean, faction. There was there's a faction of Mandalore, uh, Mandalorians that like broke off and wanted to take the uh, make Mandalore kind of like a war planet, like back in the day when they were fighting with the Sith armies and stuff like that. But um, and that and uh, what's his name, Mando Din Djarin is a descendant of one of those people, like. Bo-Katan, her sister was the prime minister. Like, her sister ran Mandalore for a while. So, like, she's, like, actually Mandalorian. Like, born and raised, like, blood yeah. Mandalorian. Yeah. yeah. But, so, but we I'm pretty much well had... Like yeah, but well, we pretty much had like three sets of Mandalorians there, and like we got to see the different dynamic. Like, Bo-Katan... Because Bo-Katan wasn't... Like, she was offended by Boba Fett's mere presence being there, and... You know, she wasn't like that when she first met Din Djarin, you know, so it was yeah. uh, it was cool. And then we got to see like was a clone. So, yeah. Yeah. And she was like, I heard I've heard your voice a thousand times. And yeah, that was oh, they they were really bringing in all the lore there. Like that was they that was careful at the last. Yeah, that, that was a, that was all amazing to see. But uh, now is so oh, for me, it was just kind of confusing is the reason. Bo-Katan acted so hostile towards Boba Fett because of Mandalore and like the clone troopers and all the clone troopers were like Boba Fett. Well, I, like, think, I just didn't I think really it's understand just be- her hostility. Well, I think it because think of who Boba Fett is. Boba Fett's worked with the Empire like the like you got like but in the original trilogy, Boba Fett's worked with the Empire and like the Empire pretty much destroyed Mandalore, you know, so like he's part of that. Yeah. And like, he, I'm sure Django Fett isn't like Django Fett is also was part of like Death Watch or part of that crew, you know? So it like she, he, she knows like who, who he comes from. So like she's offended by him being there. So, um, yeah, I think it, I think it was part of that because the clone, because the clones helped Bo-Katan take Mandalore back. So she can't be mad at the clones. Yeah. Well, yeah. I was like, but then, uh, 66 happened. And so, uh, that's no, true. Just, that's true. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's I saw true. this thing that uh, was talking about what if Boba Fett would have, would have been in the room when Luke Skywalker came in. What? Oh yeah, he wasn't there. That's right. He was on the ship. That would have been awkward. Yeah. <laughs> they they definitely chose to like, do I like thought, as little. I Han you. <laughs> they definitely chose to do like as little as possible though with Luke, uh, because like they could have they could have did a lot like uh. What's her face? Um, 
Cara Dune probably knows of Luke Skywalker. She fought with the rebellion, you know. So yeah, like they- well, Bo-Katan, Bo-Katan knew Anakin, right? Yeah, she knew Anakin. Yeah. So like, yeah, they could have did more with that, but obviously it was clear they wanted to do as little with Luke Skywalker as far as far as like speaking wise, and like they wanted to focus with that moment with uh, Dinjar and then Grogu, you know, which understandable. It's like yeah. the it's their story, you know. So. But uh, what 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 did you guys think about the rest of the episode besides the uh, the Luke stuff? Well, I know some people were kind of I don't know if upset, but they were like, "All right, you know, here's another let's stop for milk episode." And uh, <laughs> and I mean, I get that. on this and new like, planet. At the, end of the, at the end of the day, these are these shows <laughs> still have to be semi digestible and like semi okay for children. And it's like this is kind of just what you get with those kind of shows where it's like. You know, eighty-five percent of the episode's going to be the adventure of the week, and then yeah. you're going you're going to get the show is your whole show. Yeah, yeah. it's like you're it's like you're going to get little you know little bites of the main storyline, and then you know the last thirty seconds he's going to have the bad guy showing you that he's like doing something. You know, um, but I mean, I thought everything was awesome. The the, I, the technology that they're using is incredible, and yeah. all the costumes and the design and the way everything is filmed was really good. Also, um, what is his name? Uh, Bill Burr, man. That, oh, his, his little arc that he had. Oh, yeah. His episode. So cool. That, that was the episode before the last one, right? Yeah. Before, yeah, but that, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. That, his episode was I, great. I, felt like yeah. I was watching uh, a Quentin Tarantino movie, you know, because yeah. he was just sitting there in suspense and the dialogue was so good. Yeah. Um, no, that, man, was, it, that was great. Yeah, you, you know it's a good writing when you know you're sitting there sweating as a, <laughs> as, you know you're sitting there sweating watching it, uh, just because you're feeling the tension of that moment. Um, Pedro Pascal dude, did awesome. so I'm well, like, like in that. Oh, I'm sorry. Oh, oh no, no, go ahead. I was just gonna say Pedro Pascal like did so well, like looking so did. uncomfortable. Yeah, no, they both like you know the the tension for both of them was really incredible in that scene. Like, yeah, that you could see better. you could see like the pain in Bill Burr's face of him, yeah. of him like realizing all the bad stuff. You could that just happened. yeah, you could see it like yeah. oh, okay, well, okay. Also, he said they, the thing like <laughs> it's cool to hear about uh, Operation Cinder again. I don't know. If you yeah, that was the yeah. last time, but that yeah. was I cool. think we did. Yeah, okay. it was in Battlefront. Like that was part of the. Palpatine's yeah. contingency plan at the end of. <laughs> but I was going to say, speaking of, <laughs> uh, I was going to say, speaking of like tense moments though, in good time. <laughs> uh, John uh, Carlo Esposito in mm. that last in that scene where he, you know he's like you know a friendly piece of advice. Assume I know everything. Yeah. And he started, you know, like I know your wrist blaster, whatever he calls it, is five your last salvo and yada yada and. I know they're panicking up on the bridge and I, you know, all that, like that, that scene right there, like he was so cool and scary in that scene. Yeah. And then you know, and he was like, yeah, you can take it. And it was like, Oh, come on. Yeah. <laughs> it, it, it felt like even though he was down bad, he was still in control of everything in the scene. Like, even though they just wiped out like pretty much his entire crew and army of dro- like only, badass droids, he was still in control. It only didn't feel like he was in control when he realized Luke Skywalker was there. Yeah, and you can see it on his face. He's like, wait, <laughs> like, did they say Jedi? Yeah. Fuck. <laughs> <laughs> only one known Jedi to the Empire. Luke <laughs> yeah. Skywalker murked everybody in the <laughs> hall easily. Not even taking his hood down. Yeah, we gotta, like, he, 
we got to talk about how him. they asked Luke if he was like, "Are you a Jedi?" Yeah. <laughs> Are you a Jedi? I don't know. Am I <laughs> crushing a droid with his other hand? <laughs> uh, but, but yeah, my bad. I mean to interrupt you. Go ahead. But no, that that's uh, that's. I'm just saying that transition from like even now, you guys have me like on the ground in the bridge, all whatever six of y'all and just me here, like. This is not going to go well for y'all. Yeah. And then all of a sudden, Luke Skywalker shows up and it's like, oh, God, never it's mind. Like, oh, fine, <laughs> you got me. That's in part because he knew that the um, Death Troopers or Dark Troopers. whatever, I, Dark I Troopers, what they're called. He knew they were going to come back. Like, they right. just threw him out the airlock. He's like, <laughs> okay, you know they have jetpacks, right? <laughs> He's like, you know they can fly, right? I think also, it's so. Oh, oh sorry, go ahead. Oh, no, go. I was, I was, I was going to say, about the Dark Troopers, I think it's so funny that they spent, what, like three, four episodes building up how scary these things were, only to have one scene with like 45 seconds where Luke Skywalker comes in. <laughs> Just mark up. The whole fleet of them. Well, I, they did have the scene where Din got wrecked by one. <laughs> they get his face punched into the wall for 15 seconds. <laughs> I, I do think that was kind of cool though because it shows you how powerful Luke is like they built up these uh, dark troopers for like three episodes like you said pretty much of being like badass can't stop and then you see in this episode like one of them was pounding the crap out of uh, yeah. Jar, like literally and uh, then Luke comes and just marks them with like no problem <laughs> like it shows you how powerful that dude is especially like at this also, point not that I'm the only person that knew this, but I got to give myself some props here. As soon as we saw that Beskar staff, remember I sent y'all a message that that's a dark saber stopper. Oh yeah, like that's yes, it. That's sir. his lightsaber. And it, on the money. <laughs> it was interesting. That's where this is going. <laughs> I mentioned before y'all, like he wasn't fighting like it was a staff. Like he fought like it was a lightsaber. Like he yeah, was yeah, holding he, it like on one end, like felt, fighting like it was a he lightsaber. Sharp end. He was holding it at the sharp end. <laughs> yeah. the flat end. <laughs> hey, bro, what are you doing? But <laughs> uh, trying to go Barry Bonds on him. Uh, yeah. <laughs> oh. yeah, yeah. Yeah, I was thinking of, uh, saying, you know, imagine being Moff Gideon because uh, a lot of people think that he he worked in some way with Darth Vader, and that's why he kind of has a costume similar to him. And it's like imagine being him, where you know it's been ten years. And you, the guy that took out the first Death Star and then helped take out the second one. And most of the Empire thinks that he killed uh, Darth Vader. Yeah. Imagine him just showing up 10 years later to ruin all your plans. <laughs> and and like, calmly murking your entire Yeah. Life. Well, and, and like, that's <laughs> what like, that I'm getting ready to off himself. Yeah, I was about to say that. Like, uh, Bob Gideon tried to shoot himself and like they stopped him. Like, he knew he lost at that point. Oh, yeah. I kind of forgot about <laughs> yeah, that. He knew he lost at that point. Which is a pretty dark thing for a Disney show. I know, right? Yeah. It was like uh, that one dude in uh, Captain America Civil War, uh, Zemo. He tried to off himself at the end, too, and they stopped him. All Star Wars episodes, sorry. uh, (laughs) 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 My my, my bad, my bad. Um, (laughs) But... um, uh, what was I going to say? Oh, uh, I wanted to mention, too, the uh, stuff with the Darksaber. Um... And plot how? Hole. What'd you say? It's a that's a kind of a plot hole. Oh yeah, well no. we can not maybe not a plot hole, but like just an inconsistency because like we see okay, yeah. um, Moff Gideon make this big deal, uh, and she's like, "She Bo Katan can't take that lightsaber from you because she has to win it in battle." And 
you know, Bo-Katan's like, he's right. And <laughs> Dinjar is like, bro, just take the lights. <laughs> like, I yield, whatever. I, I take yield. It. Yeah, like, <laughs> just let's not do this. Just freaking take it. So, like, do you guys think that's going to be, like, a big <laughs> plot line? Because, like, in Rebels... I feel like it might be. Yeah, in Rebels, <laughs> they hand off, or Sabine hands off the Darksaber to uh, Bo-Katan, and she takes it, like, tries to reunite Mandalore, like, no problem. She didn't have to win it in battle or anything. So what do you guys think yeah. about that? Just a side uh, note, before we get started, it's so funny that Mando is like that, because it's like, I've been doing this shit for two years. Yeah. I don't care about this damn sword. Like, exactly. And he was like, but he, like, literally, he was like, you could, like, almost hear him sigh. He's like, ah, like, take it, please. <laughs> another thing. Yeah, like, not, <laughs> not another piece, not, not another carton of milk. Just take it. <laughs> yeah. Be like, I won't tell, you won't tell. Yeah, like, I yield, whatever, you beat me take it like what what do you guys think about that um i think i'm wondering if they're gonna explain it like so she tried to reunite mandalore i'm wondering if it's gonna they're gonna say that uh people found out that sabine just gave it to her and so it didn't work like she wanted to and that's why this time she's like no i need to win it because last time it did not work out that well See, the only counter okay, I have to that, like that, the only counter I have to that is I'm pretty sure when Sabine gave Bo-Katan the lightsaber, she gave it to her in front of everybody else. Like she, she gave her the lightsaber and she was like, this is yours. It belongs to you. And they walked outside and she was, Sabine was like, and I'm not the only one to think so. And all, all like all the major families of Mandalore were there and all the major clans. They were like, we unite, we unite under Bo-Katan and the Darksaber. So like, I, I, and then they heard her policies and they were like, well, maybe. Well, maybe just because of the fact that Mont Gideon was like an outsider and he took it, you know, maybe, maybe he beat somebody else in i mean we don't really know maybe he beat somebody else in battle or i mean but then it's like okay uh din jaren beat him in battle so it's his he gives it to her like what what's the i'm with din on this like what's the problem man like yeah like but i so do you guys it's not it's not like they're enemies if they were enemies i guess i would understand yeah but but it's like he's a mandalorian you're a mandalorian i beat him take it like and also she helped with i mean i I guess he beat him hand to hand but you know, she helped. Yeah, so, so I, I you can I, count it. I don't know. <laughs> I, I don't. I don't. I don't. I don't really love that plot line, but I feel like they're setting it up because I feel like where the Mandalorian is going to go. We can kind of talk about this, like the future of the show. Um, I feel like Mando's next journey is him going back to Mandalore and kind of helping reunite that planet because it's been in shambles since uh, since the original trilogy. But what what do you guys think on that? Yeah, I think that's what's going to happen. Is I think the next season is going to be that like uh, Din and Bo-Katan trying to figure out what to do on Mandalore when then you know all the stuff with the dark saber. Yeah, I would I would like that a lot. What about the rest of you guys? Uh, uh, no, I, I agree. I'm oh, sorry. You go ahead. Oh, I was just going to say I think it might start out that way, but it's going to kind of be like more of a he's going to be there for a little bit, maybe like three episodes max. Or he might be there the whole time, but if he's there, it's going to be like every episode is him going 
and doing something else to try and help Mandalore. Like, he's not going to stay on Mandalore. So, kind of like the episodes in Rebels, because remember, it was like season three and like half of season four in Rebels, where they were really trying to help Mandalore and like Sabine and her family, and they were going back and forth from Mandalore and like helping them out. Kind of like that, you're saying? Yeah, okay. yeah I think it's going to be more like that. And just like, she's going to be like, hey, we need this person for intel. Okay. Hey, we need this from this planet. Okay. We got to go get milk on this new planet. But uh, new planet. <laughs> what, what if, uh, what if Din just finds another one of Grogu's species and he has to do this all over again? <laughs> Damn. <laughs> I wouldn't mind. I would, but he's like, oh, honestly, I wouldn't complain. I'm wondering what's gonna happen with Baby Grogu because I'm like, even uh, even as a as a marketing stand like standpoint, yeah. What do you what are, you know? What's Disney gonna they do? Gotta, they Baby don't Baby Yoda. Fit. Yeah, they're gonna have to find something out. They're gonna sell. I, yeah, I don't know because that was they're a big like space ferret. Okay, <laughs> not not this would make up for the Baby Yoda gap here, but. Okay, and y'all can correct me if this doesn't make sense timeline wise, although I think it does. Troy, my roommate who knows shit about Star Wars. What's asked, your profanity? He asked me, so when is uh, Han Solo showing up next season? So I was like, oh my gosh, good, right? Like, no. I didn't even think about that. <laughs> no, Han is, uh, oh yeah, I guess he, I guess he could, but, uh, Han's kind of doing his own thing. Well, I guess they could cross paths because Han is kind of doing his own thing at, this point like i feel like because i i know at the beginning of his childhood han was still around with uh ben's or with kylo ren but i know at a certain point han kind of just ditches them and goes off and does his own thing and leia gets back into politics and uh kylo goes off with uh, Luke. So I, but I don't know exactly what point in his life that happened. So that could that, be, that, he could show up technically. Yeah. What were you saying, David? I said, I, I heard that based on the timeline, uh, Kylo is only about three years old. When all yeah, this that's is what happening. I'm saying. Yeah, he's about three or four years old. Well, to be fair, though, next season doesn't have to be, it could be five years from now, 10 years from now, whatever. The only reason yeah. I see originally, I thought they would do that. But now it looks like they're setting up for for like a Mandoverse, and I really don't think I they're gonna have all the shows stuff at the end there. Yeah, I, I really don't think they're gonna have these shows in different timelines. I feel like eventually no, they're they're all the same timeline. Yeah, I feel like yeah. eventually Boba Fett, Ahsoka, and, and Mandal uh, the Mandalorian are just gonna be going pretty much all at the same time. Yeah, they um, no, they. I mean, that's how it, they said. The Ahsoka show, Mandalorian, um, the Boba Fett show, and that new Rangers of the New Republic show, those are all within the Mandalorian timeline. So yeah. those are all around the same time. But so I mean, are they all going to meet up again? Probably? Pro yeah, they'll probably have some kind of some type of cross. I, like I said, it's got to be like a CW universe where they'll probably yeah. have like cross uh, some kind of crossover event like once a season. But um, they're. Uh, what was I about to say? Oh, even in Rebels, like I think Leia showed up for two episodes in Rebels, and Rebels is like a couple years before A New Hope. So I mean, they technically Han Solo could show up for like an episode or two or something like that. I, I, yeah. I, I just I hadn't even thought about that extent earlier, and I was like, oh yeah, my God. I, I I just don't know how long. And you know what? Cause even when 
he was off doing his own thing like Han was for a while. He had been with him because I know there's a novel um, and like Ben is like a toddler pretty much. But Han and Chewie and Lando are doing some kind of mission or something like that. And like Ben is with him, like on the Millennium Falcon. And also at this point in Luke taking Grogu, Luke doesn't have like that academy yet, does he? We don't know. Yeah, we don't know. But I, because this is like five, this Mando is it five feels years. Like no to me. It feels like no to me. Yeah, I it, I would say no. But Man, Mando's about five years after Return of the Jedi. So that seems a little soon. It, it would probably be like another few years. Look at how old Luke, he almost, he almost killed Kylo or however you want to see it. Um, he, he's much, much older than that. So yeah. I got to think. I gotta think no at this point, right? But I don't know. Maybe. Luke doesn't even Luke doesn't even Kylo doesn't even go to the like dark side until like three years before Force Awakens. Yeah. It's it's like just a couple same. years. So like, like at the end of this thirty year gap, there's like it's like at the very end of that. Yeah. So I how how would you say that Return of the Jedi Luke is? Twenty? No, he's nineteen plus he's he's probably about like twenty three. Okay, well, yeah. still. So, I mean, that's a long time before he's that old when him and Kylo have their, you know, thing. Yeah, yeah. No, like I said, like, there's 30 years between, well, 25 years between where uh, we are now in Mandalorian and between uh, or Force Awakens. And Kylo doesn't turn to the dark side until, like, a few years before the Force Awakens. Yeah. So, it, it's a long time from there. So for I, all the people saying Grogu dies when uh, Kylo freaks out, Grogu's to be way gone by that point because I doubt, like you said, Luke even had the. Yeah, that Academy that's like almost twenty five years from now. Yeah, well, yeah, like but then twenty by years. The same token. Look how much he's grown in fifty years. I was about to say. Yeah, but they said but they said Yoda was older. a Jedi Master when he was a hundred, and if Grogu's already fifty. 75 did they say jedi, jedi master by 100 can grogu speak that's a big growth difference <laughs> if yoda, years. I know if, that, if yoda was a jedi master by 100 that dude is other ungodly with the four because like i mean he can't even like I, right now grogu can't even speak like english yeah. like or can't even yoda, speak basic yoda, or what they call the it 100 had attained the rank of master and oh uh, well yeah anyways by yeah one by age 100 it says he attained the rank of master on wikipedia grogu need to start speaking then wikipedia. um yeah grogu is a little behind <laughs> yeah he need to start speaking but um also right, he's not throwing up with you too many cookies <laughs> one last thing to what um Bodhi was saying i think we're more likely to see han in um, the Boba Fett show than we are the Mando show. Um, okay, I can. Well, let, that's a good transition. Let's get into uh, some of the other shows. They announced since our last episode, they announced that they're going to do <clears throat> a Boba Fett TV show called The Book of Boba Fett. Um, and it start. I guess it's going to start off with Boba Fett on Tatooine. He's maybe taking over some of the stuff that the Hutt cartel was doing because the Hutts are, or, well, at least Jabba the Hutt's obviously dead at this point. But, um, so it looks like Boba Fett's going to be doing some of, taking up some of his work. Um, what do you guys think about that? Does that get you excited at all? Boba Fett TV show? 
Well, Robert yeah. Rodriguez is going to be executive producer, so I'm in. And I'm that in. makes a ton of sense based on watching him in that season two documentary. He is a Boba Fett stan. Like he he was like such a big fan of Boba Fett. So that makes me that makes me happy. Gets me excited. Yeah, we need Danny uh, Trejo with the lightsaber, please. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I'm just excited because we um, the only other show that we're gonna have like this is the one that's coming out in a few years. I forget what it. Or, we talked about it last episode, but I forgot what it was called. The underground one. Oh, the acolyte TV show. Yeah, yeah. Like I feel like this could kind of be like a precursor for it, kind of like a test run. Yeah, and like our this is going to be really our first glimpse into like the dark, not necessarily dark side, but the bad side of the universe, like all the illegal stuff. Yeah, so uh, I'm excited a lot of that outer rim stuff. Yeah, and we'll and get I to see Finnick we too. Uh, do a bunch of missions, not just sit there on the throne the whole time. He won't do that. I uh, so obviously it's a Boba Fett show, so I'm excited. Who would mm. what kind of freaking nerd would be excited about a Boba Fett show? Yeah, but um, a couple of important things. Number one, uh, give Tim Morrison a Oscar. An Oscar. <laughs> uh, uh, I love the way he says Tatooine. Tatooine. Um, Tatooine. Um, am I the only one that it took me like a couple of weeks to notice that the thing he was blasting uh, stormtroopers with was a uh, um, Tusken Raider staff? I did notice that. I didn't notice it first. It took me a while to realize it was one of the Tusken Raider staff. That he was yeah, I, I only knew it because I watched the the Star Wars Explained, and they they were that's what they said. <laughs> they mentioned it in the documentary too, the uh, season two documentary. They, yeah, yeah. Which, by the way, is really good. Go watch that if you haven't yet, nerds. Um, yeah, that, that was that's amazing. Yeah, I am. I am. Uh, I'm. I'm pretty excited to see more him and Finnick action. Uh, yeah, they're pretty cool living together. Um, I don't really have any idea of what the plot line would be. I was kind of talking. I don't either. Like, what does this mean? <laughs> like, yeah, yeah. Because uh, at first, when they first saw it, like it said, coming December, uh, coming December twenty twenty one, Book of Boba Fett. I thought we were done with the Mandalorian, and they were switching over, like the Mandalorian. I was like, no way. Because no they came out the exact same time. They said December no, 2021 for. Too. Yeah, they came out. They said December 2021, Mandalorian season three ha- is going to happen. So once this came out and an end credit scene, I was like, wow. So Mandalorian season three is going to be the book of Boba Fett now. Especially with the how they like name the episodes. It's like chapter 13 and stuff like that. And then now it's book of Boba. But yeah, they're going to be two different shows, apparently. Yeah, and the book of Boba Fett will come out first, and then it'll be the Mandalorian season three. Um, but yeah, I mean, it's I I, I don't a, know exactly what they're gonna be doing, but I'm excited. Go ahead, Hunter. I was, it's just kind of a nerd thing, but do you think they're gonna show him going back to that Sarlacc pit? <laughs> I, just I chunking know. a bunch of TNT down there. Like, <laughs> Eat <laughs> this. He probably already killed the Sarlacc to get out. Maybe. Well, wait, didn't they say that uh, that, that like big dragon thing you, eats those things? The Sarlacc, yes, but yeah. that was on a different planet. Or, no, that was Tatooine. No, that was Tatooine. No, that was Tatooine. Oh, I yeah. it was a different planet. No, you're talking about the episode with Cobb Vanth? When they yeah. took that? Yeah, that, yeah no, that crate, was Tatooine. Crate, right? Yeah. Yep. Oh, okay. Well, yeah, maybe the rock dragon 
Take the Sarlacc. Great dragon. Same thing. I want to see Boba Fett interact with some uh, Tusken Raiders, have a fight with uh, the uh, spear thingies now. He'd probably kick a Tusken Raider's ass, though, so that probably wouldn't be much of a yeah. fight. <laughs> that would probably not be a fun. I don't want to see yeah. I mean, it's fine, but not fair. Yeah. I, want to see, I want to see him interact with some Jawas. Oh, God. Just, like, I mean, Mando interacting with Jawas is just him vaporizing them. Like, <laughs> they were radiant so shit. Mandalorian chance when he just does that one. <laughs> he dusted a lot of them, to be honest. Well, you would think, you would think he would, like... I think he is going to go after them because they did take his armor in the first place. Because isn't that yeah. how um, uh, the Marshal? Yeah, Kyle Vamp. He, that he got it from a Jawa ship. Yeah, I still feel like he was lying. I mean, they show. I don't know. They showed him like in the Jawa ship and showed the man, uh, the Boba Fett armor Boba there or whatever. Armor. Yeah. So. Uh, <laughs> Um, he, he just seems like a liar. I don't know. He seems like a liar. Uh, <laughs> I, I actually wouldn't mind him showing up in that show. Uh, Timothy Oliphant, Cobb Van. I wouldn't mind him showing up in that Boba Fett It'd show. It'd be cool to see I him. I would be super surprised if he did. Well, heck yeah, I would. There's no storyline that makes him start the show back up. I mean, he's on Tatooine and like... Yeah. And Boba Fett was tracking him for a while, so maybe even he could help Boba Fett do something or something like that. I guess that's true. Like Boba Fett didn't, because like it, Boba Fett did said he was tracking Cobb Vanth and like never attacked him or anything. So maybe they can be friends. <laughs> but uh, yeah, maybe. I don't think Boba Fett has friends. You don't have any friends. Um, <laughs> but I thought we established this at the beginning of the podcast. <laughs> None of us have friends. Um, have yeah, right. We're not your friends, bro. <laughs> Uh, no, they go to a different school. <laughs> you go to school, nerd. <laughs> go to a different school, as has Kevin. Uh, <laughs> uh, <laughs> all right, I wanted to talk a little bit uh, the in the show with. Um, there's been, uh, a, believe it or not, Star Wars Twitter has been up in arms again. Um, what? <laughs> yeah, what? No, no way. The, but, most toxic, <laughs> the most toxic community on Twitter is up in arms again. Yeah. Toxic. No way. But um, there's just been a lot of retrospect um, now that the uh, sequels are all the way over with. And um, all the movies came out on, you know, except Solo. But all the movies have come out on Christmas, uh, around Christmas, you know, uh, for the past few years. Rise of Skywalker, Last Jedi, Rogue One, and Force Awakens all came out around Christmas time. So there's been a lot of retrospective about the um, sequel trilogy and stuff like that. And especially now that Mandalorian has ended. Um, I just kind of wanted to do some looking back on the... How have you guys liked uh, Disney Star Wars so far? So since since Disney Star Wars, since uh, Disney acquired Lucasfilm in 2012 and they came out with Force Awakens in 2015, how have you guys liked it, Star Wars so far? Well, I don't like how the sequels was only two movies when all the other series. <laughs> <had a> movie, <laughs> like, what? Why? Why would you end it at two? Although I guess it makes sense since it was called The Last Jedi. Leave it up to ambiguity. But I really wanted to see Kylo oh. and Rey 
uh, go at it one more time. What? Blair? Uh, I, uh, I will say that, uh, sir. What? Sorry, go ahead, David. Go ahead. Uh, I will say that uh, the Mandalorian and Rogue One is the greatest thing Disney has ever done. So that's my opinion about the sequel. But I disagree, I, but I do uh, love both of them. So <laughs> no, but you know what? No, in all seriousness, I do really love those properties. But and after watching Mandalorian, it makes me like the sequel a little bit less. But I will say that after sitting on The Last Jedi for a while, but I even though I, I don't love the whole entire storyline, it was just shot so beautiful. Like, I don't know if that's a word, but it, it was just such a beautifully beautiful way that, that is a word. Beautifully. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, that, that's a word. English is hey, hard. Hey. It is hard. <laughs> no, I know. I'm, I'm, that's why I'm saying that. I figured, yeah, don't like me and David, right, Poppy? <laughs> yeah. Right. <laughs> God. <laughs> but, uh, but anyways, yeah, the last thing that was just shot really nice. And I, I appreciate it a lot. And I hate that the um, it was ruined by the last movie. Well, what about you, Bodhi? Uh, I'm, so outside of the one movie... I am actually a pretty big Which fan one's of that? Disney. Um, uh, I don't. I feel I would be. I don't I mean, want. There's only four. It's only yeah, been. It's only been said twice so far. So you go. Uh, you, yeah, if you I'm, say it one more time, it's it, risky. I'll call it fraud. <laughs> <laughs> um, but no, other than that, really, I really liked everything. Uh, the Force Awakens. I mean, I I didn't love it. I thought it was good enough. Um, mm. And then Last Jedi, as I've mentioned, I'm sure before on the show, one of my favorite Star Wars movies. I love The Last Jedi. Mm. Uh, Mandalorian is awesome. I don't really watch the animated stuff, but everybody makes it sound like it's pretty good too. Yeah. Um, and it, especially if that's bringing younger fans in, yeah, uh, I think that's a really cool thing too. So I actually, and plus, you know, David's been there and I've been there. But if you go to Disney World and you go to Galaxy's Edge. Oh, oh yeah, that's my God! That, I don't that know how I forgot to Yeah, yeah. That, that yeah, Galaxy's Edge is breathtaking. Yeah. No, it, it's it's uh, seriously. It's if you're a Star Wars fan or even a little bit of a fan or a nerd like us, it's unbelievable. It's so cool. It's it's way cooler than you think it would be. Yeah. <laughs> so, uh, can I have one last thing, Josh? Before oh yeah, go. go ahead. Um. One thing, though, I will never forgive uh, Bob Iger for moving solo to uh, the middle of June or the middle of yeah. the summer. Yeah, and that's because he didn't want to. Yeah, it, was in, it was in. Yeah, it came out in May when if it had it came out in December, Star Wars honestly might look a lot different than it was right than it does right now in, in terms of movies, because uh, they lost faith faith in like one off films. <laughs> from that movie like they they had announced like a lot of sucks. other one-off yeah. films that sucks because well, i think we should just uh, we should just take it for what it was because you never know the mandalorian may have never happened and then the boba fett show that's, definitely wouldn't have happened that's true too they probably would have made it into a movie yeah, yeah. and then also <laughs> maybe yeah. the crazy thing about this year is that if it wasn't for covid we probably wouldn't have this many live action shows coming out either no that's so, that is true i mean obviously that's the only good thing to come out of there. I, I, don't, I, I feel think like we they were going to do a lot of live action. action. I think after the success of the Mandalorian season one, they were they 
started but shelling out a lot of like do you think it would have been i think they would have the other fact ones. that it came out the fact that it came out like right before covid you know and then covid kind of made it into like a cultural thing you think even shows yeah. like acolyte get released if it's not for people having to stay home and watch stuff yeah yeah no definitely because i, I mean acolyte when they start production on that it, this pandemic stuff hopefully will be mostly over but like even no, it, no but i mean I think no but i'm saying because of the pandemic say, I, yeah people are I now feel like the mandalorian got really big yeah not just the mandalorian but all that kind of stuff you know, oh i thought I, you were saying that even after like pandemic's over people are still going to not okay. go out a long time to stay home and watch stuff on their computers and yada, yada. oh yeah but i mean I but I, they were going to do that anyway because they have disney plus now like that that's they have to make original shows with original Star Wars that's and Marvel too. shows yeah, to keep Disney Plus going. I think they would have done some of them, but I mean the fact that the Mandalorian was a, it was like the it was watched, you know, five times more than the, than like the second most watched, you know. So it was basically the Mandalorian keeping Disney Plus afloat. <laughs> like the fact that it did that well during well, well I, I, don't, I don't think that has much to do during covid because it's 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 a one episode a week type of thing like it, it's not like people were at home binging it like I, go ahead Matt. is that what you said yes <laughs> my bad i'll just say like it's a one episode a week type of thing it, it's like game of thrones like how successful game of thrones was because it was a one like event of the week type of show like every sunday everybody was tuning into game of thrones like for the most part every friday people are tuning into the mandalorian like i don't think COVID had much to do with that no so that's why i think you're, that's why i think you're both right though i think that like like josh is saying they had to come up with more original content you can't just keep selling you know little mermaid what well, yeah they already, had, they already had a bunch of marvel stuff planned out but i don't know if they originally had this much star wars stuff planned see out. i think that my argument david is i think they did because if you remember after um, a certain movie, um, they said they weren't <laughs> to say doing it, the rise of Skywalker. <laughs> <laughs> whoa, whoa. Um, they they said they weren't going to do any Star Wars movies for a while, but they still need to keep interest up. So I think they had planned to do all these other shows. Now I think they didn't plan for them to be like long drawn out shows i think they plan for them to all be limited series like but, oh, the obi-wan is but i think, now, think they plan for them to like for obi-wan ahsoka yeah no 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 definitely obi-wan was a, a movie time. yeah no, obi-wan yeah. was a movie and they moved after the solo debacle happened they changed it to a limited series once they started Dim disney plus like obi-wan's been in the works yeah. for years and uh hey, obi-wan was announced before mandalorian yeah they would stretch this out if it wasn't for the pandemic like i feel like these shows i mean but these shows are these shows the are stretched out like they, they announced all these shows at once but these shows are stretched out like some of them aren't you're not going to see them till 2022 2023 Oh, uh, I thought the way. Yeah, was no, like, no, no, like, like all these shows aren't coming out next year. Like, I, I, I knew they yeah. weren't all next year, but I thought it was all next year and the year after. No, like no, the next like, few years is when these shows uh, they just announced them all. Like, yeah, like today, but like, like they announced stuff in twenty 
2025. Yeah, and even even um like the Obi-Wan show, the Obi-Wan show was a movie like I said, but even the Boba Fett show was a movie originally. Like they they had a Boba Fett movie planned and then after the solo stuff they scratched it. So like they they had they a lot of these shows they're turning into they there were previously movies, they're just turning into shows. And a show like The Acolyte, like that show's supposed to usher in us into this new era of Star Wars the high republic so i'm pretty sure they were going to do that anyway as well what about like bad batch and uh the other one uh, rogue squadron um well rogue squadron's a movie i don't know how those came to be but like a bad batch is just like they always want to have an animated show going so like bad batch is going to be the next yeah. animated show so yeah. um yeah hey, the i'm not being skeptical on what you're asking by the way no 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 no, no. I, i'm just saying the Acolyte's going to be now, because now I'm thinking about it after you said that, the Acolyte's supposed to be set towards the end of the High Republic. So, I mean, if it does, well, we could be seeing, like, they could end up doing, you know, a couple the of seasons of that. Yeah. Well, no, no, I'm saying, like, they're doing the end of it, but I'm just saying, so eventually I'm sure they have a plan to do the prequels of Acolyte, you know? Yeah. Because they're basically giving us the end of the High Republic. So eventually yeah. they'll want to do, like, the middle of it. Wait, Which I mean, they're kind of doing with the novels, but it'll be interesting to see in live action. But yeah, nobody because we're not nerds like that, right, guys? Oh, damn. Josh, I, what, Josh is going to be I'm, on that. I'm in the. Oh yeah, no, I already have one of the High Republic books pre-ordered. It comes out uh, next month, but I was going to mention to y'all too because I'm midway through the master and apprentice novel about qui-gon and obi-wan i wanted to talk about it a little bit because i think y'all would enjoy it i can't i can't stress how good the star wars canon novels are like i can't especially claudia gray writing uh she wrote bloodline and the leia novel and uh th- uh this one um was it master and apprentice and lost star like she her writing's amazing i want them to give her a star wars movie to write but i had a quote because you, this show, it's a prequel. I mean, this uh, book is a prequel to uh, the prequels. It's it's about Obi-Wan and mm-hmm. Qui-Gon when they were Master and Apprentice. But uh, they give so much insight because Qui-Gon has flashbacks to when he was a Padawan. And he, Count Dooku is his master. <laughs> And Count Dudu. <laughs> yeah, Count Dudu is his master. And, uh, <laughs> and it, but it gives so much insight because Count Dooku was big into reading the prophecies and stuff. And he got, um, Qui Gon into reading it. So, like, the reason Qui Gon is so interested in the prophecies is because his master, Count Dudu, was. But, uh, <laughs> there was Funny one, right? there's one, uh, prophecy that, Qui-Gon reads in this uh, in this book that I wanted to show with y'all. I wrote it down. The quote was, only through, this was one of the prophecies, only through sacrifice of many Jedi will the order cleanse the sins of the nameless. A chosen one will, a chosen one shall come born of no father and through him will ultimate balance in the force be restored. So that's the, that's the prophecy they're talking about. And like they, spelled it out in this novel and stuff and we get so much into the backstory of all this world so i just wanted to recommend that book in all the canon novels then if you go off that then can luke really be the chosen one i don't know that i don't know because it said 
it but, said born with no father, and the only person we know that has no father is Anakin. And Rafe. And Rafe. Technically. Although it is, I guess, open to interpretation because technically Luke never knew his father. So it was like he never had a father. But also, there's the argument did who brought like did anakin actually bring the balance in uh, the force in the balance and when is the force in the balance and stuff like that so there, there's a ton of stuff you could go That's into with that but i wanted to bring that I'm up because it was anakin really interesting what'd you say i said i'm not kidding when i say anakin was just the one i still believe it oh i believe it too remember. yeah i Burr. believe it i believe it too but uh I mean, it, it, when they spells it out only through sacrifice of many Jedi, well, <laughs> that's not me. <laughs> that that kind of makes oh, it seem like really like he was the chosen one. But I just wanted to bring that up because, yeah, the Star Wars canon novels, if you're starving for Star Wars content, I can't recommend those enough. I listen to the audiobooks because they're like being in the movies pretty much. But yeah, they're, they're all really great. But uh, so you what guys, you're saying is, oh, go ahead. <laughs> What you're saying is, if it wasn't for Count Dudu teaching Qui-Gon about the prophecies, then Anakin wouldn't have been the chosen one because Qui-Gon wouldn't have said or been interested in Anakin because he wouldn't have thought he was the chosen one. Yeah, pretty much. Pretty so Count Dudu is responsible for most of the Star Wars universe. Pretty much. And it's funny because um, there... Obi-Wan and and Qui-Gon are out on assignment and the Padawan Duku, Dooku's Padawan before I can't even say Count <laughs> Dooku his Padawan before Qui-Gon they're out on assignment with him that guy's like a Jedi but he's kind of been cast out by the Jedi but whatever but he's um they're out. Obi Wan and Qui Gon are out on assignment with him, and they both talk about like how it was to be Dooku's Padawan. And uh, Dooku at this time, they don't know. I don't think he's a Sith Lord because I don't think that's how the timeline is. But he's left the Jedi Order, like he retired from the Jedi Order. So I I know he doesn't become a Sith until like between Episodes One and Two. But in this book, he's already left the Jedi Order. So. Also, it's interesting, Count Doodoo um, timeline. Speaking of that, it just made me think of. So, do y'all agree with what um, Count, uh, the Count said? <laughs> Don't even know the Count. <laughs> Count Doodoo. <laughs> um, <laughs> I cannot. I can't get over. It. <laughs> we gotta what, say what you, we gotta cut the Doodoo crap out, man. Uh, it's Count Dooku. Uh, when, <laughs> when he said. Um, mm-hmm. When they, when I think he was talking with Obi Wan, and um, Obi Wan was like, "You've gone against the ways," and and then um, Count Dooku was like, "Yeah, but your master probably would have agreed with me." And then he was like, "No, he wouldn't." Do y'all think he would? You think Qui Gon would have agreed with uh, Count Dooku? In terms of leaving the Jedi Order. Yes, I could see Qui-Gon doing that. In terms of going to the dark side, no. He wouldn't help. He no, wouldn't not help go, Dooku. Not going against the not going to the dark side, but like going against the Jedi way, I guess. 
Yeah, because he even it's funny. There's a scene where I was telling you the other former Padawan, he's like been kind of cast out by the Jedi. He's still a Jedi, but they don't really mess with him anymore. And he's like, <laughs> Qui-Gon walks in on him pretty much uh, with a hooker, like essentially. And like, he's like, you just like tossed all the Jedi like ways out. They have this big argument about like the Jedi order and stuff like that. And I could see Qui-Gon leaving it at, at this point in the book. Qui-Gon's been offered a seat. This is when they offer him a seat on the council and he's considering it. And the reason he doesn't take it is because he doesn't want to leave being Obi-Wan's master. Cause you can't have a uh, Padawan when you're, on the Jedi Council, but it is a it is an interesting argument because like some Jedi, like half of them are like semi woke like that. Like yeah. I'm a Jedi, but this isn't necessarily the perfect way to do things. Yeah. And then there's some guys that are like, no, this is a Jedi way. I will not go against it no matter what. Yeah. Anyway. And that that's what they talk about, like oh, the yeah. hypo- hypocrisy Even of the Jedi. Too. Yeah, uh, no, they all suffer from it. Like they all suffer from it. Like that's that's part that was part of the problem. I- See, I don't necessarily. Well, I guess. When did Luke go against the Jedi way? When he when he fought Vader and he uh, like he got angry with Vader and like and he was using his emotions. Like you're taught as a Jedi I mean, to ne- never use emotion. They didn't I kill mean, him or, no, Luke. No, but he's still Luke confronting emotion. Luke confronting like trying to turn Vader to the good side in general was against the Jedi order because the Jedi order was like is a keeper of the peace. So he's supposed to take him out to keep the peace. Like, And that's pretty much what Obi-Wan and Yoda was telling him. But he used he acted on his feelings and his attachment that that's his father. And it brought him back to the good side. But I don't see it that way. I I feel like the Jedi way is like, even though it's hard to define, it's like do the right thing. And if you can turn this guy back to the good side and help out the cause, that's well, the right thing. Whether it's rather than just go and slash him and cut him, you know, strike him down and that which, that's what by it the way, should what the Sith wanted. That's what it should be, though. Like it's it should be like do the right thing, you know, and, and stuff like that. That's kind of what the Last Jedi is about. But in, in uh, I guess they, you're right, yeah, they, they were Jedi such yeah, they were such traditionalists and like hypocrites that. It, it, it got on a lot of people's nerves. It got on a lot of the Jedi's nerves, including like Qui Gon and his uh, Dooku's other former yeah. Padawan and stuff like that. That was part yeah, of the problem. Be, we, I know we. No, I guess you're right. I know we've harped on this a lot, but and like in mo- several episodes, but they're supposed to be Jedi are supposed to be peacekeepers, and they are they end up being generals in a yeah, war. Yeah, they get but involved in a war and stuff. What Luke did is more Jedi than anything, because if you're supposed to be a peacekeeper, don't just go strike the guy down. Which, by the, like I said, by the way, is what the Sith want. Like, go turn him, use him for the good of the cause, you know, the rebellion or whatever, the Jedi, whatever you want to call it. But I'm, I'm, instead of just going and murdering him. I'm talking about Luke acting on his feelings for his father. That that's what yeah, he's that's, not supposed to do. Like you're you're not supposed to have those kind of attachments. That's why Jedi aren't supposed to know their family. They're taken as babies. And Luke And that's why Luke Yoda didn't even want to train Luke. He was like he's too old. Too do old. You think, do you think that okay? For example, if if uh, Darth Vader wasn't Luke's father, okay, and Luke still thought he could change him, turn him back to the good or to the, you know, to the light, I don't, like light side is not a thing, but you know mm-hmm. what I mean? Yeah. Um, 
Do you think he still wouldn't have done it? Do you think he would have just gone and killed him if it wasn't his dad? I think he, he would have gone and killed him if he wasn't his dad. Yeah. I think he would have. I think he because that's what his masters were telling him to. Yeah, I'm telling him to do. Tried, but the second um, Vader pulled out the saber, I think Luke would have been like, "Okay, you're dead." And it's also yeah, the reason right. Luke didn't. Because I feel like in that throne room scene, Luke thinks about killing him, but it, it's but it's kind of like when Luke told uh, Kylo at the end of the Last Jedi, he's like, "No, strike me down in anger, like, and I'll always be with you." Like, c- killing somebody like out of anger and spite is like a way to the dark side, and like that's what Luke was like. As soon as Vader brought up Leia, and he was like, "Maybe your sister will turn to the dark side," and that's when Luke like really went after him like cut his arm off look cut vader's hand yeah. off or whatever yeah. so again yeah but yeah again <laughs> that freaking hand man <laughs> damn it <laughs> but yeah no but and i feel like that's kind of what the lesson is and the uh last jedi is that like the jedi kind of have to evolve and they can't just be like these emotionless beings that you know are just like such traditionalists and stuff i don't know I, so i totally agree all i'm saying is i feel like luke kind of always knew it deep down he didn't really like express it until the last jedi but i feel like it was like he always like you know like yoda would say you're not ready to go like, i'm going like you know what i mean like <laughs> he was always <laughs> but he was always kind of against i don't know not against it but just not a hundred percent in agreement with everything they always tried to tell him. Oh yeah, I didn't. No, I didn't. That's what we're saying. We're saying he was going against the Jedi way. That's what this I whole get, thing. I guess you're. I, well, I guess you're right. I can't. Yeah, I, the biggest traditionalists for the Jedi were Yoda and and Obi-Wan. Obi-Wan. And after the Return of the Jedi, I feel like it was all kind of a wake up call for especially for Yoda and Obi Wan. Like, oh man, like maybe we should do things differently. You know, so. Yeah. But um, yeah, that was a good that was a good discussion. Um, you guys have anything else y'all want to add on this one year anniversary pod? Tatooine, Tatooine. <laughs> I guess not. Uh, Bodie, where can the people find you at? Hey, you can find me at Cody S Williams on Twitter. I have been receiving some hate mail. Um, <laughs> Our number one fan shout out <laughs> listening for a year. Um, we need to get that man on here. He's been listening for a year. We should, we should get this. It's true. Somebody's been listening for a uh, few people have been listening for a year because I mean, <laughs> our, uh, uh, we've had pretty good numbers so far. So we appreciate all you guys listening. We just yeah, do this for fun. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah we just hit a million listens uh thank you guys uh thank so you, much you. yeah <laughs> tell all your mm-hmm. friends so we can get to two mail um, <laughs> uh david where can people find you at you can find me on twitter at darth Goncha. and yo if, if you really have been on super year hit me up Talk. <laughs> yeah, hit, hit us up. We love we we love talking Star Wars on the toxic Twitters. But uh, Hunter, where can people find you at? You can find me on Instagram at Hunter underscore Holmes one zero. And Happy New Year's, guys! Hopefully, twenty twenty one is a lot better than twenty twenty. Have you guys ever? 
have you guys ever noticed that 2021 is literally called 2021? Like the year 2020 has yeah, one. Like that year. I get one. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Okay. It's not a good, not a good yeah. one. There, but <laughs> you can, you can find me on Twitter and Instagram at the great Josh B. Uh, send your comments, questions, concerns to us. Send hate mail to Bodie. Um, yeah. Uh, I'm going to good work, Briston. I uh, got a little bit of swamp ass. I need to get in the shower. Uh, but <laughs> we'll catch you all, guys, in the new year. <laughs> we'll, catch, we'll catch you all guys in the new year we'll see you in a couple weeks <laughs> Count dude, that was seriously over here like, 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 like.